Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 56 of the Good Screen Podcast. My name is Russell. I'm Lauren. And today we have an exciting episode for you. We watched The Boy and the Heron. Yes, we did. Exciting times. Mm-hmm. Um, we, of course, you know, we said we were going to watch something else. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. Y- nope. But it's okay, because technically, I've watched two World War II movies since then. <laughs> So, it's fine. I didn't know this was going to be a World War II movie until it was, suddenly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, let's just, you know, get into the... Before we get into the meat and potatoes. Yummy. <laughs> Lauren, what have you been enjoying on the good screen this week? <laughs> I have been playing a game, but it's... Toot, it is not the game anybody wants me to play. Except for myself. It's not Final Fantasy VII. It's not Final Fantasy VII. I've been playing Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, I guess since yesterday again. Yeah. Uh, it's been 24 hours since I started playing Fortnite again. Big changes in Fortnite. Big changes in Fortnite. I understand why people stop listening to our podcast like five minutes in. Yeah. Because now we're talking about Fortnite. You sorry, had to get guys. through the Fortnite hurdle before you get to the good stuff. Just, just skip it. Just skip <laughs> forward to like 10 minutes in. You know, I tried making... Um, like chapters in our hunger games episode and didn't like process through rss to our platforms yeah it doesn't work like that on spotify or anything there's yeah. no chapters oh, so dumb well anyways um i've been playing fortnite uh mm-hmm. both alone and with our friends yep and uh, that's pretty much it i <laughs> haven't really been watching anything new no you finished bridgerton i talked about that last week yeah you finished it though since yep. then i finished the Bridgerton series, and I also finished Queen Charlotte, which made me fucking bawl my eyes out. Okay. It was very sad. Cool. Um. <laughs> uh, I don't have that's any. That's about it. Uh, that's about it. I've been playing Fortnite. I wish that I had gotten on to buy the Eminem skin. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I didn't. I severely regret that. There were some big changes to Fortnite, and with that, and like some other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm 99% sure that either our year is going to start with another game-only episode or it's going to end with another game-only episode, depending on like what the oh, definitely is. Because we have a lot more to say about Fortnite eventually mm-hmm. after we explored all the modes that they added. And yeah, whatnot. they added a lot of fun modes. I mean, I was playing Prop Hunt for a while today. Okay. That's been there for a while. You were? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, But then I kept getting kicked out, so I stopped. Yeah. And they have a new like new games, mode. new yeah. games within Fortnite. It's not even I wouldn't call it modes. It's I need like, to play Lego Fortnite in Fortnite. It's not a separate yeah. game. It's just a part of Fortnite already. Yeah, which is insane, and it's basically Minecraft. Yeah, which is wild. But we'll probably like talk about that in greater detail during a gaming episode. But even so, you've been playing Minecraft. I've been playing Minecraft by extension as well. Uh, no, I haven't been playing Minecraft. I'm sorry, not Fortnite. Minecraft. Fortnite. <laughs> Why did yeah. I say Minecraft? You've been playing Fortnite. Fortnite. Okay. I've gotten really good at grittying. Yeah, and you got really good at that. Has nothing to do with it. No, but well, you we'll got talk really good at grittying. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Fortnite. It's yeah. back. Whether you like it or not. I like it. I doing, never didn't like it. What they're doing is pretty cool, but like, goddamn, is it expensive? Yeah, I'm not gonna Unless do. You don't. I'm not paying for any of the car stuff. I happen to have just enough V Bucks. 
on my account that I bought the season pass with it. Like, I didn't have to spend money. Yeah. And I don't remember if I spent money on those V-Bucks or if those are just from the last time we played a full chapter. Yeah, I don't know. Because you're supposed to earn enough V-Bucks as you go through to pay for the next battle pass. Yeah, that's how it works. But yeah. We were really close the last... We've played, like, maybe, like, fall oh my of God. 2022. We last. got to, like, level 60-something. I got to, like... I finished one of the battle passes. I've never finished one of the battle passes. I want to at least get to level 70 this time because that's when you get Peter Griffin. Yeah, we want to get Peter Griffin. Mm-hmm. So, I'm already exciting. at level like 12. So I've only been playing for not even 24 hours. There you go. I think I'm on the right track. Yeah. Also, there's trains. Speaking of tracks, there's a train. Yeah. So Fortnite is going to be in the news again for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Somehow still chugging on. Choo-choo. Very cool. So you've been playing Fortnite. Cool. Yeah. What have you been doing on the good screen? I have a short little good screen for myself because Mm -hmm. i'm 30 years old and i still like halo i've been playing the new halo infinite firefight mode um that came out last week around i think last monday okay and it is very fun uh usually everyone is a good teammate i haven't been able to play it with my friends yet from what i've played it's very fun Mm mm-hmm uh, it's basically just like survive against uh, like AI, yeah, uh, CPU players or whatever, and it's different than the original one. What are you doing? I was trying to ask you for the water without saying oh. anything while you were talking. <laughs> I thought you were gonna yawn. <laughs> I was. I'm trying to drink water to wake up. Oh. Although I might make some half calf when we're done with this. Oh, okay. okay. Anyway, so yeah, I've been enjoying. Uh, halo infinite firefight mode okay that's great it's fun wow do you fight fires you'd fight aliens that come from the sky are they on fire they are not on fire fire you fire your guns it's different from the original firefight in which is more like a survival it's like king of the hill so you have to like control a spot and if they get the spot like it's over like instantly and then you get five rounds and most of the time it's pretty easy and you get like a ton of medals and stuff mm-hmm. which helps a lot with like experience yeah um but yeah it's, it's very fun uh halo infinite is still going strong mm-hmm. will is probably like listening to this like oh man he, yeah i'm never playing that game again i'm, I'm not a, will, a gamer will can you play fortnite with me it's been many a moon since <laughs> we played fortnite i remember he, when we played all of season like three or four like three yeah that was incredible it was before i moved up here and will party and russell and i basically played fortnite nonstop for like two months yeah and it was the one of the best times of my life wow that's depressing honestly i mean in the in the conditions <laughs> i was living in that was the best that was part the of best part of your day yeah i was playing fortnite with you wow. guys every day okay well i'm glad i'm glad your life improved since then yeah <laughs> it really has <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I've been playing Halo. Uh, but, big butt on this one. Ginormous I love- butt. Um, so, last last week, I went, I wanted to go see the Godzilla movie. And I don't know why. I think it was because you were working all weekend. We couldn't go. You were working the weekend before. Oh, last, last. weekend, yeah. yes. Um, and I was like, well, I really want to go, but like maybe I'll go with someone. So, I went with Tyler. I wasn't that interested in it, though, either. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just thought it was another Godzilla movie. I think everyone thought that initially. Yeah, everyone slept on it. Yeah. Now everyone's going to see it. Everyone, yeah, everyone slept on this movie. Um, so I went with Tyler. Um, 
I've decided his... What should his nickname be? Just It's just Tyler. It's just Tyler? Tyler's such a basic name. No one's going to track him down. <laughs> well, Will, Will is a basic name, too. Yeah. But he already had a nickname. Okay. Anyway, I went with Tyler, and we were like, yeah, Godzilla, cool. We didn't know anything about Godzilla. And, like, 20 minutes in the movie, I instantly regretted not, like, waiting and going to see it with you. Well, not that I didn't want to see it with Tyler. Let's just say that. Yeah. Because this, this movie was is, like, prime podcast material. Mm-hmm. And even Skyward asked me, like, if I was going to go see it for the podcast. If we were going to go watch it, both yeah. of us. And I was like, I already saw it without Lauren. And I already told you about the whole movie anyway. Yeah, pretty much. He gave so, me the Sparks Notes edition. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, what a good movie. Yeah. Um, I'll go over it a little bit. I don't notes or anything on this, okay. but... What? What if you didn't? What if I didn't go over it? Yeah. Just not? I'll just We're say I watched it. We're going to go see it. it. We okay. can talk about it next week. All right, I really liked it. I'm going to go see it with Russell on Friday night. Depending if it's still in theaters. It was it a real limited be. release. I'm sure it will be. Okay. Well, either way, it was very good. And by the time that I have this out, we'll probably be at the movie theater seeing it again. Yeah. All right, so that was what I've been enjoying on the good screen. So okay. there's a little preview. You know, I I should have really thought about this, but with The Boy and the Heron and Godzilla at the same time that's like otaku barbenheimer it kind of is and the movies are kind of similar in like their subject material i mean they're both world war ii movies they're both world war ii movies one during and one after they're both is the one is godzilla about grief sort of because boy and heron was very much about grief yeah yeah they're both kind of similar like kind of sad movies about like getting over something they both have uh were the tropes in godzilla predictable like could you see them trying to be metaphorical but then you also just see through the trope anyways uh well the the metaphor was literally godzilla (laughs) so yeah but you know what i mean like how in boy and the heron they were trying to like play it off like the little girl like let's not get too into the weeds before we start bringing up the movie okay but yeah um this in hindsight this should have been a two-parter like we did with barbenheimer because it just it just felt like that like i'm sure a lot of people did that this weekend saw both saw both of them yeah okay um so yeah now we're gonna start talking about the boy and the heron okay woo woo Boom 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 boom. Um, thinking about changing the song. I'm thinking about paying somebody to make a professional song. I think your song's fine. You think my song's fine? My my garage band song? Yeah. I think Will would lose his mind if I changed the song. Exactly. He's already so proud of you. <laughs> he loves it. Like it's literally just a um like auto complete i garage band thing like i hardly even like wrote the song like garage band kind of just made it for me you know what a lot of artists do that also so i think i think you're fine do you remember the band uh, breathe carolina i know the name i don't know any songs 
Did they not write any of their own songs? No, they recorded their entire uh, first album using GarageBand. I love that for them. Yeah. I've known, I think... It's um, like Screamo emo. I'm No, I'm sorry. It's like electronic Screamo. I want to say Cave Town's like a similar story. Yeah. Like they produced a lot of their first, like their first and second album, I think they produced entirely on their own. Yeah. With like GarageBand or something But when like you're that. starting, like GarageBand works. Yeah. All right, I have 10% battery. I have to read a bunch of stuff. Okay, go off, King. Okay, The Boy and the Heron. First off, I want to mention that the Japanese name initially, I think, was different. They changed it. Yes, and there was a reason behind that. Okay. So in Japan, it translated to how do you live? Mm. Um, and then, of course, like I found the reason why they translated it further down in oh, my research. Oh, that's what the book was called. Yeah, it was loosely, very loosely based on a book. Had not like most of the movie had nothing to do with the book. Mm-hmm. It was just like he probably read the book and was like, "I'm gonna kind of make a story like that." Yeah. The book is before World War II. It was written in 1937, so is that even before Japan was involved in World War II? Isn't that when the fire happened? No. No, the fire in the that movie. Is, the fire that his mom was in happened in like 37 or 38. I don't know. I don't remember, and I didn't see that anywhere when I was looking around. But um, other than uh, being from a young boy's perspective, um, the book is pretty different. Mm. So they wanted to change the name because they didn't want people thinking it was like a direct copy of the book Mm -hmm. because it's very clear that if someone went in thinking, oh, I really like that book, they'd be like, this is nothing like the book. Yeah, but that's the same (laughs) book that his mom, like, gave him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so you already know a little more than I've found in my research, so that's great. I just remembered something for once. Wow. So it was directed by uh, Miyazaki, Hayao Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. I probably said that wrong. That's okay. You said Miyazaki, right? Um, Miyazaki. Some people say Miyazaki. It's Mia. Mia? Miyazaki. Uh, he's famous for many movies, including Spirited Away. Yes. How's Moving Castle? Yes. Ponyo. Ponyo. Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. I just threw that one in there because that's the one I like. I haven't seen that one yet. And The Wind Rises. The Wind Rises was supposed to be his I'm Retiring movie. Yeah. Uh, but very shortly after that, he came out of retirement to work on a short film called Boro the Caterpillar. Oh. I remember there were memes on like Tumblr about... Miyazaki working on a Caterpillar movie. Oh. I don't remember why. People just thought it was really funny. Uh, that sounds incredible. I want to watch it. Yeah, it came out in 2018, but uh, I don't think it was like in... It was a short film, so it mm-hmm. probably played in front of like some movies in Japan, but mm-hmm. not here. Uh, and well before it came out, he began storyboarding The, the Boy and the Heron. So really? He definitely didn't retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was not done yet. Uh, this was a COVID movie, mm. believe it or not. Uh, the pandemic really slowed production of it. Um, and prior to lockdowns, they were aiming f- to release it in May of 2020, mm. uh, which was around the time of the Summer Olympics, which were in Tokyo, well, was supposed to be in Tokyo that year. Yeah. So but then they were moved until 2021. Yeah. Uh, realistically, uh, by that time, uh, they only got 30 minutes of the movie drawn uh, in May of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um post-covid i guess or during covid and um there were 60 different animators working on this movie okay which is pretty impressive yeah 
Uh, so when people say like, oh, wow, Miyazaki made this movie, it actually was like a lot of people and he I'm, directed it. Yeah, he's usually the director and yeah. like has the art direction down because it's all like in his style. Yeah, and like he, he might, doesn't he doesn't draw every frame. Some there were some instances in the past where he redid a bunch of work because he didn't like it, like mm-hmm. frame by frame. But this is an old man now. Yeah. When people say a movie How was. How old is he now? Oh, he's pretty old. I would say he's definitely in his 80s. 82. 82. Yeah, I was born right. in 41. Yeah. So. <gasps> Wait, that's the same year. Wait. No, never mind. I w- never mind. Okay, let me f- let me go over the rest of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, so like that always bugs me when people say like it's his movie when the, there were like 60 or more or less people working it. Like it's his vision, but like he's Yeah. At least in this day and age, or for these last few movies, even The Wind Rises probably, like, someone else mostly worked on that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know any of their names. <laughs> I'm so, sure they're listed somewhere. Yeah, they're listed somewhere, I'm sure. But, like, of course it's his vision, and he probably wrote it and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there were a lot of hands in this, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, the production took about seven years, uh, partially due to covid but I also personally believe that it was because uh, he uh, he's kind of old now. And yeah. he's probably not working as fast as he used to. I think it's time for him to slow down. I think Yeah, I think he, he learned that. Uh, the producer of the movie stated, and this was not like backed up with any fact, that this was probably the most expensive movie ever made in Japan. Really? There's, I could not find any research to back that up. It was hard to find the interview. Hmm. Uh, and I have a few fun facts for you. What even was the budget? It doesn't say on the Wikipedia page. I, I could not find the budget either. It says what the current box office is. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I have some fun facts for you. Okay, go ahead. The Boy and the Heron was written to be autobiographical, with Mahito, the main character, being symbolic of Miyazaki's own childhood. Yes, he lost his mother pretty young. And yes, his father worked in a factory that is echoed in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he even made like parts for fighter planes, mm. which is what he made in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and I already mentioned that the movie was based on uh, the book called How Do You Live? Mm-hmm. And uh, the music again was done by Joe Hisashi. Mm-hmm. He's I think he did most of the music for Ghibli movies. People are obsessed with this guy. I mean, he does incredible work. He does incredible work. Uh, I I can't tell you, and I did not look up anything else they did outside of it, but he's very well known for making the music in these movies. I remember, like, people, I started noticing people were having, like, some sort of, like, fixation with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I was watching Totoro, and I only watched, like, five minutes of it, but. I watched it in Japanese and the song in the beginning. I didn't like that. And I was like, this is what people were like obsessed over. And I had no clue. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan. So Of his music. I'm, no, I'm not a huge fan of Miyazaki movies or Studio Ghibli movies. Oh, I mean, I'm not like a crazy ultra super fan, yeah, but I definitely people, appreciate them. They have special places in my heart. This is Japanese Disney. Basically. Yeah. Some people go crazy for this shit. I mean, um, I have, like, nostalgia stories about them. I don't. Spirited Away, specifically, I have a nostalgia story about. Yeah. 
but the other ones not so much. I kind of just discovered them as I saw things about them online. Yeah. Like Totoro and um, Howl's Moving Castle. I learned both about those on Tumblr. I learned about Howl's Moving Castle because it was on the Encore channel on TV one time. And we just watched it at a certain point. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't the beginning of the movie, but we watched like most of the movie. We thought it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, we're not super fans. If you're a super fan, you probably already turned this off. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. So, let's go into the box office stuff for the boy and the heron. Yes. In Japan, it made 13.2 million USD. Okay. Opening weekend. It was the biggest opening of a Ghibli movie ever, Mm. and it finished at $56.2 million in USD in Japan. No, I do not know how much that is in yen. I wasn't going to ask. The global release, as of right now, it is still in theaters. Uh, It is Monday, December uh, 11th. 11th. Uh, The global release was $40.8 million from nine other countries. Uh, Number one movie in Canada and the United States with uh, $12.8 million uh, for, I believe, both of those areas. So mm-hmm. uh, it did pretty good. Yeah, it was number one in the box office this weekend. Yeah, it must have, like, I don't want to say, I don't want to, like, downplay it, but, like, we're used to seeing, like, huge, like, 50, 100 million or whatever openings for movies mm-hmm. recently. So it must be, like, a downtime for the box. Like, the Marvel movies out. Nothing really came out this weekend, um, otherwise. Yeah, everything else has been out for at least a month. That's also, in theaters. the movie technically came out, like, on Tuesday last week. Yeah. It's just they're only showing it at select times on select mm-hmm. days where they know people will come. Yeah. Like, they showed it last Tuesday night, which is their cheap night. Mm-hmm. They showed it this weekend, and then I think they're showing it tonight, too. Yeah. And then, like, That might be it. it. Well, no, I think they're doing Friday through Monday again this weekend. Okay. All right, so that's most of my notes. I have uh, some voice actor notes, but that's more just, like, for reference for me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, Lauren, what did you think about, um, what do you think about this movie? I really liked it. I... We went with a group. We went with a few friends. You want to talk about our movie theater experience before we talk about the movie? Sure. Um, well, it was a good experience in general. Yeah. I feel like. Um, we went with Tyler. We did. My friend Lila. Uh-huh. And her boyfriend, Ben. Yep. Uh, who is also Russell's friend. Yeah. Most people we've gone to a movie with ever. Yeah, that was the biggest group I've been I to, think to this, a movie in a long time. This might have been the first movie we saw for the podcast with other people, period. I think you're right. Yeah, because I went to go see the Mario movie with John and Tyler after we saw it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I can't think of any other time that we went with anybody else. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we sat kind of in the middle of the theater. Yeah. Like, middle rows, middle section. Row D. What do you think about row D? I liked it a lot more than I liked row C. We did row C for the last movie that we saw in theaters, which was um, Hunger Games. Yeah. And you didn't like it that much. I didn't like it. I'd look up too much. Rodi was better. Rodi was perfect. Mm-hmm. Actually, even for that movie, because it wasn't in, like, film aspect ratio, mm-hmm. I think we could on Row C. No. No? No. Well, we had too many people for Row C anyway. Yeah. But, so we've... Uh, all right, so we're we're firm on Row D being the row. 
I think so. Okay, good. So, yeah, Nothing we had a good... lower than row D, at least. Yeah. D, I'll go... E, and F. That's it. That's it. Okay. For anyone who's unaware with the seating arrangements in our movie theater, row D is the fourth row up. And it's recliner, so, like, they're big rows. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we went to go see this with all of our friends. It was a good time. We all got popcorn. They got glizzies. We, yeah, they got hot dogs. Yeah. Um, it was a good time. Yeah, it was. It it was just a good time in general. Yeah. And uh, none of them liked the movie. We'll we say were the that. only we were ones, the only who, ones liked who liked it. the movie. Our, they all had their. I see what they're saying though. Like they said things like there was no like character development there was it just didn't make sense well if he developed that would be the end of the movie he was trying to get over a hump yeah yeah this was a hurdle help type movie so oh yeah and i had to pee really bad like halfway through the movie yeah yeah so i started watching the movie and of course with every ghibli movie there's always a part even how beautiful they are there's always a part, like, early on in the movie where I start to fall asleep. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's... I, I it's, it's every... It's just so calming. Yeah, it's, it's, like, quiet and, like, the music's nice and, like, there's little giggly little doughboys. And I just, like, I, I nodded off for a little bit and when I unnodded off, I had to pee so bad. Is that when you had your hood up? No, that, that was af- well before I had my hood up. Really? Yeah, so... But I'm not saying, like, you might hear, like, oh, wow, you fell asleep during the movie. That's not a good screen. Oh, no, it's just the kind of movie. Yeah. Like, it legitimately, it's happened to me at home. It's happened to me in a movie theater now. Like, it's mm-hmm. just a thing that happens with Ghibli movies. Uh, they, It's not that they're boring. It's just that they're re- relaxing. Mm-hmm. If I was a super fan, I'd put this shit on to go to bed. Yeah. And wake up in the middle of the night to something weird in the movie, I'm sure. But... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I really liked it despite it all. I wish I didn't have to pee because that kind of made me go like, come on, let's get it over with. Yeah. This movie was two hours long. It was a pretty long movie. Is this the longest Ghibli movie? Maybe. It felt, it felt like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and it didn't really have a good like point of like, here's the middle and here's the end. Yeah. It just kind of all ran together, which isn't a bad thing. Like, that, I'd say that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Okay, so to go over the plot of the movie, it's about this boy named Mahito. Yes. And when he was like eight or nine, his mom died in a fire at a hospital that she was in. And it was like right at the start of World War II. And so then after his mom dies, him and his dad move out to the countryside with his aunt who uh, his dad is now married to, and they already are pregnant with a child. Like, it's been one year, hardly. So his dad got busy fast. Different times. Different times. And so Mahito is really struggling with all this adjustment, even though he's, like, he comes off as very, like, level-headed and, like, smart boy. Like, he really, the first time he says a word is, like, 20 minutes into the movie. No, it's not. Basically, after the part where his mom died, he didn't say a word until he went up to the tower. Oh, okay. Yeah, after that. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, and so, yeah, in this town, like, his dad is, like, the owner of a factory, basically, and, like, runs this factory that makes plane parts. Yep. And he is sent to school, and he really doesn't like school, and it I couldn't really tell if it was, like, the boys were picking on him or if he was picking on the boys that were already in that school, but basically they get in a fight, but then on the way home from the fight, Mahito, like, hits his head with a rock, mm-hmm. and you can't really tell why, and it's not, like, really explained, but it's kind of, like, it comes off as, like, he wants to make a bigger deal of it so he doesn't have to go back to school yeah is what i got mm-hmm. from that and so he goes back home and all of the maids in the house which are like these old ladies are all like fussing over him and so is his aunt slash his new mom and like it's like it's what he wanted mm-hmm. basically like he got what he wanted which was to not be there and to be the center of attention for a minute yeah and then after that is when because he, when he first gets there, he sees the gray hair and, like, it swoops by him. And the aunt's like, wow, I've never seen it get that close before. That was crazy. And so then uh, Mahito starts having all these interactions with the heron. And the heron leads him to this, like, deserted tower, basically, that's on the property. And he it, gets Alice in Wonderlanded. He basically and you gets, have to find out what else happens. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want me to say the rest of it? No, we're not allowed to do that. We Remember the last time I did it? All the time. We can talk about spoilers, but you're going over the whole plot of the movie. Okay. Remember, we're not allowed to do that anymore. You're right. Sorry. <laughs> okay, anyways. So, yeah. Yeah. What did you like the most about this movie, Lauren? I liked all the literary devices used. Which, what does that mean? You know what I mean? Like the symbolism and metaphor yeah. and stuff like that. So there was a point in this movie where you find out that the world that he went into in the tower was like an alternate universe, basically. Mm-hmm. Or like some other it's like a like pocket, universe. pocket dimension. And there's this big rock... And that's basically what's keeping it alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, it's actually the... It's very, very weird. Like, I'm not going to explain it all here. But um, so it's represented by this ginormous rock. And if the rock goes away, the whole thing, mm-hmm. like, melts, basically. Yeah. And um, I thought that the rock was supposed to symbolize the rock he hit himself with. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the movie, and this is big spoilers, he tells his grand uncle, who like runs the whole show, this is my um, malice or something like, like that. Like he points to the scar he gave himself when yeah, he hit himself like, with the rock. This is, this is why I'm not perfect, because I hit myself with this rock. And then shortly after that, the whole something happens and the whole thing goes kaput. Mm-hmm. And I think it was supposed to symbolize him getting over the change. Or so, I don't know. I, Ow, I thought... you got loud. Oh, uh, I did? Yeah, that hurt my ears. That hurt your ears? Yeah, you got really loud all of a sudden. I don't know. But that's that's um something I've been thinking about. 
Yeah, this movie needs like another two viewings and like yeah. thorough note taking. Yeah. This needs a one hundred and one things you didn't notice. Yeah, we're not video. gonna video. We don't have the time to do that, nor did we see it enough times to realize it. Yeah. But there's a this is definitely not a movie that you're gonna watch once if you liked it. Mm-hmm. I don't think our friends are gonna watch it again. No, I wanna watch it a few more times. I wanna I would like to watch it again just because of course I, I don't wanna have to pee. Yes. Big big thing there yeah there were some things that were very easy to catch on to mm-hmm. like in this like pockets dimension he goes to there's characters that like reflect characters in his world yeah and you come to find out it it just is them that is them it yeah. is them um there's this old maid and i caught on that they were wearing the same like robe yeah. mm-hmm. um that one's pretty obvious that one was obvious the yeah. mom one was also obvious too yeah because she had fire Cause so the heron says like your mom is still alive like that's what lures him into this like Alice in Wonderland mm. type thing. Yeah, but it's kind of not entirely true because she's alive in that pocket dimension, but he can't like bring her back to his world. Right, which is what I think he was like hoping for. Mm-hmm. So he goes and he basically meets his mom as a little girl. Yeah, because they also talk about I don't think it's ever said to him, but it is like told to the audience. The about father, how, they're telling the father about it. Yeah, they're telling yeah. the father about it while Amahito is missing. Like, yeah, his mom ran away once for like a whole year, mm-hmm. and she came back like like a day hadn't even gone by. Yeah. Um. And so that was that version of her that was in there. Yes. Yeah. And basically, she's like a fire goddess in there. Yeah. And you're not supposed... I don't think you're supposed to pick up on it as easily as it is picked up on. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you are, but it becomes very obvious that that's who that is, but it's not revealed to Mahito until, like, until the very the end. end. But, of course, he probably realizes it, too. Yeah. That it's his mom. Mm-hmm. Very interesting movie. I liked, I liked that part about it. Like, mm-hmm. it was, a, uh, of course, a movie about, like getting over grief mm-hmm. and like moving on um i would love to compare this movie to spirited away okay because it's very diff it's very similar i mean in like the alice in wonderlandness mm-hmm. of it like yeah. if spirited away wasn't already called spirited away i bet this would have been called spirited away because that's kind of literally that's what happens uh it, it would have been called how do you live <laughs> whatever <laughs> yeah um but but yeah, so this this movie it's it's really tough to explain one watch in basically. Mm-hmm. We could talk about the whole plot, um, the world it's in itself in inside the tower, the world in the tower, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of like representative stuff that like makes it seem like it plays off of the real world. Absolutely. Like with the the little um, what are they called? The Marumaru. Maru. Warawaras. Warawaras. Um, they're they're supposed to represent like unborn children. Yeah, like souls. Like souls, and and um, they go up into the great beyond, and then that's them being born. And mm-hmm. there's all these monsters and stuff trying to eat them. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's up with Japan and media about like children and not like children in general, but like um, how great it is to be a parent. I don't think this movie exemplifies that at all. You don't think so? No. Not really. I thought there were some undertones. I'm, like, so under that I didn't even pick up on it. Like, yeah. I get it, like, he is a child. Yeah. And his stepmom is now pregnant. Yeah. 
but that's it. It's not like Spy X Family where they're like trying to make you want to like, have a baby. Wow, isn't having a two-year-old awesome or five-year-old or whatever? How old she is? She's like four. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But anyway, um, I just think it's it's so subtle for them for reasons. I don't think that's a theme. You don't think that's a theme? No. And either way, um, so there's there's that, and there's the parrots that they aren't really explained at least from my first viewing. Mm-hmm. But I appreciated that they were there because they were so out of left field. They were very funny. They were funny. They were bizarre. Um, they were basically the villains, but they were also just birds. They were like bird people mm-hmm. who wanted more out of the world they were living in. Because they Cause, lived in that pocket dimension, but they wanted more power, basically. Yeah. And the Grand Uncle wasn't giving it to them. Yeah. And so the King Parrot got like... He got mad. Mad. And he basically fucked it all up. Yeah. But, but didn't mean to. But like, that's what was going to happen anyway. Yeah, I don't know. And then they all got out and it was happily ever after. Except for the mom. The mom went to her own door mm-hmm. she went to a different there's like different doors it's very alice in wonderlandy yes um and kind of like inception mm-hmm. but not really because it's not a dream or you know what pan's labyrinth mm. pregnant mom he doesn't have to sacrifice the baby though yeah i know but like it kind of i got those vibes <sighs> especially in the beginning when he was just like playing and like making a bow and like there was a weird creature in the forest that he was trying to talk to, and I see that part it, a little it, bit. Not, it very much evolves from. It that, evolves though. from that, but like it kind of has the same vibe, but like in a more playful, less mm-hmm. depressing way. Yeah. Um. So if you like those kind of movies, <laughs> yeah. Um. It, I thought it was very good. I think our friends were being a little harsh, and well, I hope they watch it. Watch it again. I their criticism was valid though because like if you're not like in the mindset to see something like that like we've seen similar things if you're just seeing this and it's out of left field it's like what was was the plot like what even just happened they said it was like the prettiest thing they ever saw we didn't even talk about the animation but they said it was like the prettiest thing they ever saw but they had no clue what was going on which only means you could say the same thing about a lot of ghibli movies a lot of a lot of ghibli movies are like that the only one that has like a direct story is um princess mononoke and uh arietti does too and ponyo oh okay well no i'm sorry hold on. let me let me re- reiterate the only ones i've seen that seem to have a direct story were princess mononoke and uh nausicaa valley of the wind nausicaa mm-hmm. they ripped off shots from that movie in uh the force awakens there's your star wars jump yeah. scare <laughs> there's like a back to, like in the beginning part when ray is searching for stuff it was like a not one-to-one but like very clearly like oh wow mm-hmm. this is this is very um vibes <laughs> and then of course it just turned into episode four again but anyway wow. um but yeah it was a very pretty movie um good job animating everybody yeah good job everyone everybody and miyazaki who helped good job miyazaki <laughs> um this this might be his last movie i think he's old enough to say that this is probably going to be it i hope so for his own sake yeah when you do the autobiographical movie when you when you self-insert and you're like 80 years old Mm -hmm. 82 years old Mm -hmm. that's got to be the last one yeah yeah remember when everyone would say anime was a mistake with Miyazaki. Yeah. That's because he said that about his son's movie. 
Yeah. He hates his son. He doesn't hate his son anymore. They got over it. He hates his son's animations. He hated it then. Okay. His son? I haven't seen it. The Earwick movie? I haven't seen it. Oh, I don't think... I, I feel think... like he did something else, too. He did. Wait, he didn't like it... his son because he did the Earthsea movie and he thought the animation was like not up to their standards and he could have done better. And he like didn't talk to him for a long time. And this is very loose. I'm sure I'm missing mm-hmm. something here. But then he he worked on uh, up on Poppy Hill, mm-hmm. and um, he liked um, he came around to him around that time and helped okay. him with that. I should watch all those. Yeah, there's so much. I mean, there's not really that much, but, like, there's a decent amount. We could... Hold on. I'm going to look up... Because wasn't when Marnie was there? Or I guess that was 2014. That's a Ghibli movie. When Marnie was there? Mm-hmm. Wait. Is this Ghibli? What? When Marnie was there. I don't know. It is. It was produced by Studio Ghibli. It was not written by Miyazaki, though. Yeah, he was, he was out of the picture for... Did you ever see that one? No, I didn't. It's like... Almost a gay story. Oh, cool. But then it ends. It's not. I haven't seen the full thing, but I know what happens. And it's. Why'd they do that? I don't know. Maybe one day we'll do a bonus episode with a bunch of movies. Add that on to the bonus episode. Put it on the document. I sent it to you. You didn't add anything to it. No, I'm sorry. I have failed you again. (laughs) You failed me once again. I did the dishes today, though, so you can't say I didn't do that. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you did that. That was nice. That was very. And nice I even did a little, a little sprinkling of sugar on top with doing the lawn kid living room. Yeah. One of the rooms. Very cool. Oh. Lauren did some chores today. Yeah, and then I sat and played Fortnite all day. <laughs> yep. You were gonna go out anyway. So let's go back <laughs> to the movie. Um. Yeah. Very good movie. I'd recommend everyone go see it if you still can. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm sure that decision would be made prior to this podcast being out, but it's it's, I think it's pretty much everywhere, you know. I'm sure it'll be streaming online. Yeah, give it a few months; it'll come out on Blu-ray and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, overall, I'd give it a good screen. Don't believe the haters. Don't. It was very interesting. Formulate your own opinions. Yeah, this is the kind of movie that, like, I feel like when you become a parent is different. I wouldn't know. I'm and not one. And that's yet. why I think it's one of those pushy. I have an announcement, everyone. No. <laughs> no. Um, that's why I think it fits in the pushy narrative of Japanese movies. You could say it. that about any Ghibli movie, Russell. Yeah. Okay. I will. You could say that about any movie. Wow. It's so much different now that I'm a parent. Yeah. Well, I can enjoy this with my child. The thing about yeah, there's there's a lot of. You can teach them something. True. Well, I don't know if I'd show a kid this movie. It's I wouldn't really show weird. our kid this until they're like twenty. I don't think they'd get any of it. Well, Anyways, maybe like fifteen. Um. Yeah. So we didn't even talk about the voices in this movie. No, we're all over the place. So the voice casting in this movie was incredible. I we saw the dub. Right I have it up too. We saw the dub. I would like to see the original Japanese though. But right. I feel like for this. For the purposes of this, I feel like the dub was a very good choice. Like, we're supposed to be looking at the animation, so the mm-hmm. dub was good. And the dubs are always good for these movies. There's another Star Wars jump scare, Russell. What? Mark Hamill voiced the Grand Uncle. Yeah, I know. It said in the credits. Tyler said something about it yesterday. I'm not saying this to you. I'm saying this to the audience. Oh. 
annoying. Yeah, I know. You should yeah, be like, I oh, know. wow. Oh, wow, Lauren. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, well, anyways, let's just go over the voice casting. Okay. And everything. So, Mahito was voiced by a boy... Well, I, I guess he's not a little boy. He's 20 years old now. Luca. Luca Padavan. Yeah, there's no link for him on Wikipedia. There's not, but he does have, like, uh, credits and stuff. Okay. Like, if you look on his IMDb, he does have credits listed, but it's just, like, small roles and everything. Okay. Uh, the Grey Heron, believe it or not, was Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Incredible. I knew that. <laughs> I'm going to reach over this table and beat you. Oh, <laughs> Um, his mom, uh, Lady Himi, was voiced by Karen Fukuhara. She was also in Suicide Squad, apparently. Um, I'm just gonna go over the big ones. His dad was voiced by Christian Bale. Yeah. The granduncle was Mark Hamill. I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kiriko, um... Florence Pooh? Pooh. Pew. Pew. Yeah, I'm assuming that's both the old lady version and the young lady version. Yeah. Um, Willem Dafoe was the noble pelican. Yeah. That's the one that he had to bury. Yeah. The parakeet king was Dave Batista. I knew that. I, I knew that before the credits rolled. I I'm not saying that because I knew that. I knew that while the movie was going like on. Like you, you noticed yeah, it. Yeah, I noticed it. I couldn't tell who it was. I was like, I know this voice. Um, that's pretty much all the super, super notable people, like, uh, face actors. Yeah. There's a lot of other, like, famous voice actors, I'm sure. Yeah, well, yeah. But, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was good. The dubs are only so good. Uh, Robert Pattinson, you would never Mm. know it was him. No! Oh my gosh, I want him to do more voice acting. This is incredible. I kind of, like, wonder what he was thinking when he... Well, I saw a lot of people making jokes about how, like, he spent too much time with Willem Dafoe after doing yeah. the Lighthouse. And I'm like, it, no, he spent just the right just amount of time. time. Yeah. Yes. Because this is, I think, the third project he's worked on with Willem Dafoe. Yeah, technically. This is incredible. Yeah. Yeah, didn't you love when Willem Dafoe was in Twilight? Was he in Twilight? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, overall, good screen for me. Good, good screen, screen for, for you. Me. It wouldn't be on the podcast if it wasn't. Nope. Um... Maybe bad screen for our friends, but, you know, to each their own. I think they think it's mid-screen. I think they need to watch it again. I think everyone needs to watch it again. I would love to get the Blu-ray and watch it again. It's so weird seeing two movies that are very, like, even though it was a Godzilla movie, like... Thematically similar. Thematically, not thematically similar, but, like, so different than the normal stuff that we've been, like, you know, Disney, Marvel, whatever. Like, even yeah. some, like, horror movies and stuff, like, so out of the... like. I guess they're foreign films, so, like, mm-hmm. it's so nice seeing movies that are, like, refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I enjoyed Godzilla and and um, Boy in the Heron a lot, just beca- mostly because of that. Because it's nice to see a fresh take. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'm not as, like, big of a weeaboo as I was once before. In fact, I retired my my old name. Did you know that Willem Dafoe's wife is, like, 22 years younger than him? That's awesome. Good for him. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, um, so it's really refreshing to see a movie like this and I will definitely be picking this up in some way, shape or form when it's out for the general public. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's all I have to say. Same. You have anything else to add? 
I have to pee. You have to pee. Mm-hmm. You want to like pause it here and we'll pick it back up? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay, I peed. That was so fast. Wow. Lauren, what is your screenless shout out? New York. You went to New Concrete York's- jungle, wet dream tomato. You went to New York City? I did. Yes, I didn't go. No, you did not. I went to New York City with Lila. I spent the whole weekend with Lila, basically, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, Saturday, Lila and I went to New York City. It was the first time I've ever gone. We didn't do anything too, too touristy. Uh, I did see Times Square. Huh? I went to the Nintendo store. Yeah. Went to the Lego store. Mm-hmm. Went to Soho and... <laughs> Went to the Harry Styles store. Okay. Was that was in Soho? That's in Soho. Okay. And then we went to a pizza place like a block away and it was crazy good. I tried on Doc Martens. Very, so that's I, what you do in New York. You try on Doc Martens. Yeah, I tried on Doc Martens. It's the only time I've ever seen like an actual Doc Martens storefront. Other than they sell Dark Martens like an outlet. in stores. Yeah. But Dark like, Martens? Doc Martens. You know what? <laughs> Shh. Um... Now I know what size to get because I want to get a pair of the Mary Jane style to wear with my knit socks because then it show off the knit socks and they'd be cute. Okay. Um. I I don't want to downplay the day because it was truly incredible, but I would talk about it for a full hour if I was allowed to. You're so, allowed to. I don't want to right now. <laughs> Why? Oh, you want to play Fortnite? Lila's waiting for me to get onto Fortnite. Okay. All right. But yeah, basically it was the most perfect day yeah. I could have asked for in New York. We also hung out with uh, one of her friends that she made in Color Guard because mm-hmm. um, Lila performed in the Macy's Day Parade. Yeah. And she made a friend through that who went to New York with us for the day. Okay. And her friend's boyfriend. I think Lila wanted a nickname. She was offended she didn't have a nickname. I don't know what it would be. I don't know what it would be either. We'll have to workshop it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I don't really have anything else crazy to say. We had a fantastic day in New York. Yeah. I bought us Pikmin plushies. Yeah, I got a purple Pikmin. You got a yellow. I got yellow. I played Pikmin Bloom the whole time we were there. That's right. why I brought the battery bank because I knew we'd be playing it. Mm-hmm. I walked 17,000 steps. Pretty good. Pretty amazing. Um, I got so many cool Pikmin mm-hmm. at Sakaka Station. Yeah. I got a huge Pikmin, and he's a purple pizza Pikmin. Makes sense. It's incredible. Um, Yeah, I plan on probably tonight uh, starting my new journal for the next year already. <laughs> um, well, because I haven't really written in my current journal that much. Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and start with next year's and make a goal to write once a week. Okay. Um, At least... That's a long period in between. Usually, aren't you supposed to do it once a day? Yeah. I mean, I've been thinking about doing a format where it's like I make like layouts for myself and I just write like a couple sentences about each day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just like a daily recount, even though a lot of it is just going to be, I worked today. (laughs) I could talk about like what happened when I was journaling. It was just, it was immediately when I was like starting to work from home and I was like, I didn't really do anything today. I went for a walk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this isn't really helping. This is just a chore. 
Well, the thing... <laughs> Not saying that journaling's bad. No, like, that's I was why approaching I, it differently. In the journal that I have now that I've written in... Yeah. I write about, like, the things outside of work. Mm-hmm. Like, if something crazy happened at work, I'll write about that. Right. But otherwise, I'm just going to write about the things that happened to me that week. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not the life... I'm not, like, a bullet journal YouTuber who gives myself interesting things to do so I can write about them in my bullet journal. Yeah, some of that is, like, manufactured, and it's kind of depressing yeah. because some people need to journal, and they're like, I'll look up on YouTube how to do it, and it's, like, someone who has a way better life than them. Well, I like the idea of bullet journaling, and I'm not going to bullet journal myself, but I am going to take some inspirations from bullet journaling for, like, spreads and stuff. But I don't plan on, like, sticking I think to it. You my, know what I mean? My opinion on journaling is, like, if you're not just writing down what you did and your thoughts and you're making it, like, superficial, you, mm-hmm. you don't need to journal. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You need to scrapbook. I get that. <laughs> so, all right. So, your screenless shout-out is New, New York, York City. City. I dropped and tilted. Yeah. Oh, also when we were in New York City... I saw the Lego Fortnite Loot Llama, mm-hmm. and I grittied in front of it. You did. And Lyle and I got a picture with it. It was incredible. Did not expect to do that. That was one of the highlights of the day. Yeah. Other than just the whole day in general. I knew there was a thing. I just figured you knew that it was there, too. Yeah. I smelled so many new things. Yeah, you smelled the wonderful smells of New York. I smelled the wonderful smells of New York. It smells the worst around the Rockefeller tree. Yeah. Um. Don't go there. It's a big tree. It is a big tree. Yeah. Cool. Next time, because Lyle and I definitely want to go back again in the spring, and you and I want to go on a trip in the spring, I would, or do you want to do those separately, or do you want to... I don't care. Okay. Um, I'd like to go back again a few times next year, maybe. A few times. Yeah. All right. Do different things. There's lots to do. There's lots to do. It's just like, it's a big trip. You don't want to go see the Statue of Litterby? Hmm. No, that's not really a thing you do in New York City. That's the thing you do around it. It's a statue of Litterby. Yeah. Um, we didn't see 9-11. It's not 9-11, I'm Lauren. sorry, we didn't see the Freedom Tower. It's the 9-11 Memorial. We didn't of course see the you 9/11 didn't see 9-11 Memorial. because it's not 9-11. We kind of just went around to different stores in Manhattan and then went to Soho. But it was fun. Yeah. What's your screenless shout out, Russell? My screenless shout out is root beer floats. Oh, okay, okay. Um, Saturday was my cheat day, and it was also boy day. Mm-hmm. More importantly, it was boy day. All my friends got together, and we hung out. That sounded depressing. We hung out. It was a nice day. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do much drinking, uh, but my friend John and I we went and got ice cream and root beer, and we made root beer floats. Mm-hmm. Uh, John never had them before, yeah. so it was which big, is crazy. Big revelation for him. He got like I mean, I've three. technically never had one because I don't like root beer, but I've had Coke floats. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Um, you add sugar to sugar and who knew it was it's Who knew good. it's incredible? Yeah. So um, did a lot of eating, but the highlight was doing that. Mm-hmm. We got sugar-free um, root beer for some reason. Um, just you didn't kinda... just get mugs? No, they didn't have a two liter of it. Do you need a two liter for group your floats? Well, I mean, you put it in like a bigger glass, so yeah. I guess. Um, but you smaller root beer floats. we just got A and W, which is like famous for root beer floats. So yeah, but we got sugar free. Either way, it was good and it reinvigorated 
reminded me that I liked root beer floats. Okay. That's awesome. I used to drink them with like spiked root beer. Mm. So beer? No, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, It was like alcoholic root beer called Not Your uh, Grandpa's Root Beer. Yeah. It was huge when it came out. We couldn't keep it on the shelves when I worked at the beer yeah. section of the grocery store. Yeah, I remember, store. like, not your father's orange soda and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, there was a whole bunch. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we couldn't keep it on the shelves, but I eventually one day my boss, like, kept one in the back for me, and I, I Aww, took it home. that's nice. And then I got, like, addicted to it. Um, not, like, addicted to it, but, like... You loved it. I made root beer floats with it. That sounds awesome. And, Did it, wasn't uh, it was there, awesome. Didn't there used to be a Yingling ice cream? But it wasn't yeah, alcoholic. It wasn't alcoholic, but it, there, uh, Yingling made ice cream during the Great Depression, and they brought it back um, in like maybe like six or seven years no, ago. No, not during the Great Depression, during Prohibition. Well, you know. Different. Potato, potato. No. But it was during Prohibition, and, um, and then they brought it back a few years ago, um, and it was good, but they stopped selling it. Um, couple years before covid but a couple yeah. years back i don't know why like it was really good it was selling from what i, I understood it. it was really good yeah yeah i didn't know about it till after it was gone yeah yingling is a beer maker yeah they're like an hour for away. those who aren't from pennsylvania Pottstown. Pottsville. they're the f- okay. they're not the same they are not the same i, I wasn't gonna finish my sentence they're not the same <laughs> but yeah i wasn't gonna finish my sentence um, I my screenless shout out is Ruger Floats mm-hmm. because that was the only beer I well I drank like one beer but like yeah everyone else got super drunk. That's awesome. That's all. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> Even John? No, not no. Everyone else but me and John. I was gonna say yeah. that's crazy. For <laughs> yeah, John got <John> wasted. <laughs> no, but John had like three root beer floats. <laughs> <laughs> Well, have been fucking off his ass. Yeah, I have a feeling like the next time I see him, he'll be like, "Oh man, let's get root beer floats." Let's go get root beer floats. Yeah, that'd be so cute. But yeah, so that's my screenless shout out. So I guess that's gonna do it for the podcast this week. You're in a hurry. I'm trying to drop. You're trying to drop. Mm-hmm. Sorry. In guys. Fortnite, I don't mean to rush this. Yeah. I'm trying to drop tilted. That's okay. I'm sure we're around like 40 minutes or so. We're at an hour. We're at an hour. Oh, great. Um, cool. Very awesome. So. Uh, let me do the finishing touches here. Mm-hmm. If you liked our podcast, give us a like on your favorite platform. You need to write this I down. I need to write this down so bad. Do you want bad. me to say it? I'll do it. No, no, I got this. If you liked our podcast, follow us on your favorite podcast app. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and I just uploaded a Pocket Cast, so we're on there as well. You can leave us a rating on any of them, and it's very helpful for our discoverability. And you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts and tell us how we did. Give us five stars on Spotify. Yeah. Follow us on threads. Follow us on threads and Instagram. Uh, We are GoodScreenPod on both those platforms. You can send us an email at GoodScreenPod at gmail.com if you have any questions or concerns. You can leave a comment on YouTube. I like getting comments on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Do we have any right now? No. Oh, okay. Um, Do we have any emails? Nope. Oh, we haven't got an email in a minute. We haven't got emails in a while. But yeah, you can find us at all different places. And of course, everything's in the description of the podcast. We have a link. Yeah, that's that's tree. in the description of the podcast. Okay. And um, yeah, so thank you everyone for watching and listening again. And we'll see you next time. Next time, I'm not even going to say what it's going to be. I'm not sure. Who it knows? might be Christmas. It might not be. We'll find out. We'll find out. 
Okay. All right. Well, we hope you guys have a great day. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.